Hi, and welcome to episode 16 of the Moms That Lead podcast. If you're here, I'm betting you're the type of person who can't stand just going through the motions. Although you probably value routines, and particularly as things start to open up again, you may be getting excited to get the kids back into their schedules. You know, those schedules that require you to have a large wall-sized calendar or at least a full-size planner. But you might also fear the return of the mindless, exhausting busyness, otherwise known as the hamster wheel. You learn about leadership because you want your life to have meaning. You want to leave a legacy. Well, you're in luck. Today we're going to talk about one practice that, if done well, has the potential to not only add meaning to your life, but also to positively impact your family's mental health and grow connection and compassion in your kids, the leaders of tomorrow. Today's episode is focused on the give phase of our leadership development path. Head back to episode five to learn more if you're not familiar with how going through ground, grow, and give can give you more clarity, confidence, and connection. Before we jump into talking about the practice that is guaranteed to bring more meaning to your life, a short reminder about why we're here. Hey there, are you ready to jump off the hamster wheel and finally listen to that voice inside that says you were meant for more? Are you ready to replace overwhelm with calm and clarity, self-doubt with confidence, and mom guilt with connection? Then you're in the right place. I made this podcast just for you. Welcome to the Moms That Lead podcast, where we know that moms have a unique ability to be world changers and that leadership is not about position. But instead, just like John Quincy Adams said, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are a leader. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor, determined to bring you the inspiration, motivation, and practical tips to help you live your best life. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder. My family's journey to completing an Ironman triathlon changed my life forever. And I want to be your friend on the journey to gain the clarity, confidence, and connection that I gained from that experience. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. So the topic of adding more meaning to your life really isn't new on this show. In fact, it's kind of why this show exists. You can't really grow as a leader without experiencing greater meaning in your life. And if you're a loyal listener, you know how I feel about the need to ground your life in understanding your purpose. You know that taking just a little bit of time to clearly understand your strengths, values, and passion can give you a meaty enough understanding of your purpose that you can then actually use to make decisions about where you spend your time and how you can best develop as a leader to share that purpose with the world. Speaking of that, a quick side note, our Reset with Purpose mini course is only going to remain free until the end of September, so make sure that you visit the show notes to get it. Just go to momsthatlead.com forward slash podcast forward slash 16. But in addition to knowing and living according to your purpose, there's another surefire way to add more meaning to your life. Volunteering, especially with your kids. Wait, stick with me. I'm guessing you're in one of three camps here, or maybe a mixture of two of the camps. If you're in camp number one, you can't imagine how you could add one more task to your schedule, given how exhausted you are after meeting your job and family requirements. If you're in number two, 
you really want to volunteer or you feel that you should, but you can't imagine adding in one more thing to your schedule, not to mention taking the time to find an opportunity that will actually accept kids. Or maybe you're in number three. You love to volunteer, but your kids just aren't that into it and you hate having to drag them places. So I'm going to start by talking to the ones and twos. Because believe it or not, I was a two myself. First, remember what we talked about in episode eight about prioritization. You do have control of your life and what you choose to fill your schedule with. And there are some pretty convincing reasons to make volunteering a priority. First, we're talking about meaning here. There's not a much better way for feeling that your life and your time has meaning than giving of your most important resource, your time, without expecting anything in return. Second, there's a wealth of research that shows the positive effects on your emotional and mental health that volunteering has. Sounds pretty good to me. Third, if you're eager to help your child discover their purpose, volunteering with many organizations doing different jobs is a free way to accelerate that discovery. Not to mention, volunteering can also help to develop one of the most important qualities for success in life and in business empathy. So maybe you're on board now, or maybe you were already a three, loving to volunteer but hating to drag your kids along. I hear you. I mean, look at me. I run a nonprofit, Stronger to Serve, that plans multiple family-friendly volunteering opportunities. And there are days where I still have to twist my kids' arms to come along. Frankly, There are even some times that I have to make a conscious effort to remember why I wanted to volunteer in order to get excited about it before I go. So we'll finish today's episode with five tips for making any family volunteering experience fun and meaningful. But before we get there, we need to solve the problem of finding opportunities. There are three ways that we at Moms That Lead can help. First, if you want to try out many causes right from your home, check out our podcast sponsor, Spark Crates. Spark Crates was created to help families share their sparks while having a healthy night of family fun, complete with all of the supplies for the featured service project, directions for active family games that are a ton of fun, by the way, and two healthy recipes that you can cook together. Because of course, for a family fun night, we need to eat. Check out how you can get individual crates and subscriptions at sparkcrates.com. Second, if you're local to Northwest Houston, check out strongertoserve.org. We make sure each one of the events that we host incorporate the five tips that I'm going to share with you. And finally, if you live somewhere else and want some advice on finding opportunities, send me a DM on Instagram or email me at terry at momsthatlead.com. I have a lot of connections all over the country and may be able to help you find opportunities. Okay, so why are these tips that I'm about to get into so important? Well, as you know, the title of the episode today is about how to add more meaning to your life. So that's one reason. You can volunteer all you want, but if you don't actually think about what you're doing or follow the tips that I'm about to mention, not only may you not have fun, you may not really experience that much additional meaning in your life. I have a love-hate relationship with volunteer hour requirements. On one hand, 
I think they're great in getting people out there to volunteer. And I know that I've seen studies, too, that kids who have volunteer hour requirements early in life are more likely to volunteer as adults. But on the other hand, if you're just doing it to get it done, you really are kind of wasting time. So I'm not saying that no good is going to come out of your volunteering if you don't take these tips to heart, but I will say that you will get much more value, as will all those around you get much more value if you do follow these five tips. So okay, without any additional delay, let's get to the five tips. Don't worry about taking notes. We put these in a fun little checklist that you can download. Just follow the link in the show notes. So tip number one, select the right project. Before you go out and sign up for something, think about what your kids and what you like to do. What are some causes that you feel especially passionate about? Do you want to be directly interacting with people and serving them? Or do you want to be more behind the scenes? Think about these questions before you sign up for anything. For example, I know my daughter loves animals. In fact, we have eight little chicks that are living in her room right now. So she loves when we get to go and volunteer at the animal shelter. I don't need to do any twisting of her arm to get her to go to that one. Also, if you have a professional skill that you can use, a lot of nonprofits are looking for people with different professional skills. And you can volunteer in that unique way. You can also use an opportunity like that to teach your kids some of the skills that you may use in your work life every single day. So be very conscious of the opportunity that you are selecting. Obviously, you need to look for opportunities that fit into your schedule or that you can prioritize into your schedule. But after that, make sure you are picking one that has a cause that people can get excited about and maybe has the task and environment that you're looking for. One last note on this. Think about if you have an opportunity with the volunteer opportunity that you are selecting to stretch yourself and your kids a little bit. Maybe make yourself and them a little bit uncomfortable so that you can be exposed to situations that you wouldn't normally be exposed to, and you all can learn together. The second tip, make sure you spend at least a few minutes preparing. Once you've chosen the opportunity, a few minutes of research online can help you learn a lot about the organization with whom you're going to be serving. Sometimes you can even find some great videos that explain how the work that you will be doing in your volunteering opportunity will help those who are in need. With Spark Crates, this is done through a magazine that's included in the crate itself. Not only do families get to learn a little bit about the organization they're serving and why it's important, the magazine also includes different puzzles or activities or true-false questions that help families to dig in a little bit deeper to really understand the impact that they will be having on the world. At Stronger to Serve, we usually include a video that we ask families to make sure they watch together before they come. And then we also spend some time before we start the actual service work describing how that work will connect directly to the people or animals in need. A little bit of preparation can go a long way toward making the experience meaningful. Now, number three, four, and five have to do more with when you're at the actual project and right after it. So number three, intentionally connect. Volunteering with your family can be an amazing opportunity to connect in ways that you wouldn't at home. 
talk with your kids, laugh with your kids, compliment your kids, and continually remind them what they learned in the preparation about how the task that they're doing right then is having an impact on the world. Of course, all of this is only possible if you put down your phone for a little bit. So make sure, even if it's not required for the volunteering experience, that you still intentionally get off your phone and make sure that you are connecting with your kids. Number four, this is a big one. Do everything you can to make it fun. Now, sometimes you'll go into organizations and they will be amazing at making it fun right off the bat. We have one favorite volunteering opportunity where we get to cook. And the leader of that experience always makes it fun and is always teaching the kids new skills, which naturally makes it more fun. But we have other experiences where, frankly, the task may not be that fun. What can you do to make it fun? For example, if you are sorting clothes or one of our first experiences was sorting a box of hangers, and I can't tell you how tangled a box of hangers can get. But what we did to make it a little bit more fun was set up a quick competition. Who can get the most hangers untangled the fastest? At Stronger to Serve, we also strive to make it fun by including our other element of fitness right in the middle of the volunteering activity. So we will take a quick break to get moving, get a little competition going, and just get a lot of smiles and laughs going. And that helps, especially when we're doing a more monotonous task as part of the service. And then finally, tip number five, make sure that as soon as possible after the experience, you take some time to reflect together. So ask each other questions. Questions as simple as, what was your favorite part of the experience? What did you learn during the experience? How do you think the people or the animals that we helped might feel because of what you did today? How would you like to help in the future? Having quick conversations around these questions can make it much more than an experience where you are just doing some volunteering. They can turn it into a learning experience and add a great deal of meaning to it. Sometimes you may even want to go out for a quick lunch or or grab a special treat and bring it home and have a conversation that adds to the fun. And it also starts a tradition that can make family volunteering even more fun. So there you have it, the five tips. And these tips can be employed whether you are doing volunteering because you have to for a volunteering hours assignment or if you're doing volunteering because, like we started this conversation, you would like to add more meaning to your life, you'd like to experience the mental and physical and emotional health benefits of volunteering, and you want your family to have an opportunity to discover their purpose, discover their unique spark, and have an opportunity to share that with the world. So again, the five tips. Number one, make sure you put some thought into selecting the right volunteering experience. Number two, take a few minutes to prepare and prepare your family before you go so that you go in with a mindset of how what you are doing is helping those in need. Number three, intentionally connect with each other while you are at the volunteering experience. Number four, do anything you can to make it fun. If that means introducing competition or telling jokes while you're volunteering, 
playing some music, all of these are ways that you can make the experience fun. And make sure you take some time to reflect after the experience. This is really where the empathy building comes into the experience and will quadruple the value that you will get out of that time you spent volunteering. So again, we have turned all of these tips into a easy-to-follow checklist that you can find in our show notes at momsthatlead.com forward slash podcast forward slash 16. And if you ever have any questions about volunteering or adding more meaning to your life and leadership, please reach out. This is clearly one of my favorite topics, as I believe it has so much potential for not only strengthening your leadership, but also helping you to have a greater impact on the world around you. I can't wait to talk with you again next week when we begin our Ground, Grow, Give cycle again and dig into a new topic in the ground phase. Until next time, lead with love.